Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we move along, Be'ezer HaShem, and learn today, Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Dalit. Begin Mishnah Gimel, Rabbi Shimon, I made this Rabbi Shimon by Yechai, the famous Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, the Rabbi of Rabbi Yudah Nossi, and he teaches us, Three people eating together at a table. And they don't speak words of Torah. It's as if they have eaten from which is a euphemism of sacrifices of Avedazara. Because Avedazara is considered Mesim, like they connected with Mesim. They ate from the offerings, from the sacrifices that were given to Avedazara. Shenemar, we find that Yeshaya reprimanded the people in his generation who were, instead of learning Torah, were just eating, sitting and eating and talking about mundane matters. And he said to them, Kikol shulchanois, all of your tables, which you are eating at, are molu ki, ki is like vatoki oretz, it's a regurgitation of the food. Tsoya is excrement, beli because you don't have mokim, you don't have HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is mekoyim eshaloy lamodir. Kikol shulchanois, molu ki tsoya, because it's beli because it's absent of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and words of Torah. Says Rabbi Niener, it's saying, Lord Salaimah, Kikol shulchano yisarein kilu molu tekreves habay dezara. Shenechsheves ki tzaya. In other words, if one does not have a Kodesh Baruch together at the table, words of Torah being spoken, then it's as if it is chas v'sholem sacrifice of habay dezara, which are considered ki v'tzaya. It's considered dung. It's considered filth. Lefishal yomro levdivrei Torah. Because words of Torah are not spoken. Now, why only three? Many Mepharshim learn the Mishnah. It's more than it's even two people, even one person. Rabbi Yehuda learns that specifically the Kavon of Rabbi Shimba Yechai hears three people. Three people gathering together to eat are called a group already. What's the Raya? The Raya is So you see already Halacha connects these three people because they're, they're commanded to make a zimun. They commanded the bench together. The Since this is a group, don't gather together merely for the purpose of enjoying a meal together. And if there's no words of Torah spoken amongst these three homo people, so then she prikas Just gathering merely to enjoy one's food and one's company, devoid of any Torah, devoid of having a Kajborku in their midst, that is considered a precasoil Torah. Now we know there are those places who hold that the benching itself could be considered divrei Torah because you bring a Kogosh Baruch Hu in, but Rabbi says even if they are benching together, even there will be a zimun, still without speaking words of Torah, that's considered oichel from zivchem eitzim. Because she'oichel v'sheisim they're eating, they're drinking, they're enjoying themselves, they're enjoying the the food, Yet, they don't even mention, they don't even bother to think about it, they forget about speaking words of Torah. Say Edvar Torah, say Edvar Alocha, therefore will be considered just the opposite. Not only eating from Avedezara will be considered like eating from the Shulchan of Hashem, as we'll see in the end of the Mishnah. And if one sits at a, at a table with three or more people, without words of Torah spoken, Oy lahem, oy lahana awesome. Says Rabbi Nina, woe is to them and woe is to, to their 
enjoyment of their food. However, says Reb Shimba Yechai, Avos Shloish Yishoglal Shulchan Echot. Vahamrul of the Rei Teira, and they do speak words of Teira. Oh, it's Kilo Eichlim Shulchanay Shulmokim Baruchu. It's as if they're getting a a carbon. Like who's the Shulchan of Hashem? That's the Mizbeach. Kodesh Boko Kaviyochel eats from the carbonus, and then he gives us a portion as well. It's like we eat from the Shulchan Shul Kodesh Boko Shnemar. Like the Pesik says. Quite an interesting raya Rabbein Yoyne brings. This parak in Perik Mem Aleph in Yecheskel is talking about Hashem describing the dimensions of, according to the Radak and other Mepharshim, of the third base Amigdash. And it goes through all of the, what the base Amigdash is going to look like, the dimensions and the outside of it and the house of it and then the Kalim of it, either way, all the way to the Kedesh HaKadoshim. And then describing the Mizbeach, Hashem says, Vaidabre Layum, or Yechezkel saying that the, the Malach who was speaking to me this Nevuah, Vaidabre Lai, and he spoke to me, This is the Shulchan that will, that is going to be before Hashem in the Beis Amigdosh. But Rabbi Yonah says, this is an allusion to what the Mishnah is talking about. Loshan Vaidabre who prat. Like we find many times in the Torah, it says, That means Hashem was speaking directly to Moshe alone. It was speaking to an individual. Only to Moshe. When Hashem's intent was that this should also be broadcasted to Klal Yisrael, you have the extra word, the individual, Lamer, now to say it to Kal Yisrael, Shulosh and Kailah. Because Kavayadabr by itself, whatever you have, Vayadabr by itself without the word Lamer afterwards, it's, is Mefarish Lamesh Levada only to Moshe. That's why it necessitates the Lamer that he now should broadcast it to Kal Yisrael. When it said to him himself, it's only being be told to hold to, to Moshe, no one else heard it. Unless it's Vayidabar Shemomesha. Now Lamer to other people. After he proves that Vayidabar is when it's a, a Kajborku talking directly to an individual here, Mesh Rabbeinu, Sagan Zeshanem Vaidabra Elai, Yecheskel says that Hashem through the Malach spoke to me, Zea Shulchan Rashlevne Hashem, Loshem Vaidabra is who mefarit, Shazea Shulchan, who shall matter. Exactly what Rabbein Yoyin is saying, it's not clear to me. What do you mean this referring to the Shulchan Shalmat? It's really referring to the Shulchan of the Beit Samigdash. And really Rabbein Yoyin says it himself, Like we find many times in Shas, It's not a direct proof, but it's certainly a, an illusion. It's certainly a hinting towards this point. So we see here, Vayidabre lai zea shulchan. As the Gemara tells us in Brokus, that Bizman Shebe Samidish Kayom, the Mizbeach was Mechaper. But now the Einbe Samidish Kayom, Ma Mechaper, how does a person have a Kapora? Shulchonai Shalodom Mechaper. How so? By speaking words of Torah on the Shulchan. So if Shleish Shogla Shulchan Echad, and they have words of Torah, that's a proof from this Pasuk, or at least not a proof, but a, an illusion, a hinting from the Pasuk. You see, it's Vaidabre Lai, Zah Shulchan Hashem. Once there's words of Torah, this Shulchan becomes a Shulchan, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself comes at 
and has his presence there, the, the Shechina is there, and therefore it becomes a Kapur. We now move on to Mishneh Dalit. Rav Chanino ben Chachino Yoimer. He was a ben Doire. He lived at the same time, Rav Shimei He's famous. He is one of the Asara Haruge Malchus that we'll read about on Tishabov. And again, we do it on, on the Yom Kippur. One of the Asara Haruge Malchus. He was someone who, from the age of 18 until he died at 95 years old, every Erev Shabbos he would fast. And the day that he died, it was Erev Shabbos. And the Romans came to him. He was about to make Kiddush. And he was Yotzeh Nishmosai. While he was making Kiddush, a Baskal went out. He says that, that Ashrei, Reb Chanina ben Chachinoi, he was Kaddish, Nishmosko Kaddish, Gufko Kaddish, and he was Yotzeh the Kiddush when he was making Kiddush. So what did he teach us here in this Mishnah? Haneor Belayla, someone who finds himself awake at night, where he finds himself alone, traveling alone, at not, presumably without any people in the vicinity. Rabbi Niena learns, if he has these two circumstances, and yet still, he lets his mind wander off, thinking about just non Torah, thinking about mundane matters, instead of thinking about the Torah that he just learned, instead of thinking about Akasha that he just had or he just heard. The Mishnah says he's considered guilty, liable of Misa Shemayim. Says Rabbeinu, you know what's the Pshat? These are precious hours. These are opportune times. That we have to understand, as Rabbeinu will explain, that when a person finds himself in a peaceful situation. No one's bothering him. No one's interrupting him. His phone is not ringing. His emails are not coming through because he's traveling and no one's interrupting him and no one's trying to comment, to, to, to uh, contact him or communicate with him. Or he's in Erbalayla. He's up at night. He can't fall asleep. So that's an opportune time to start thinking of Divrei Torah. Perhaps it's not Nayar Balayla nowadays by us, but maybe it's someone who gets up early. And it's so early, it's peaceful. You can hear the birds chirping, but no one's calling him at that hour. That's his time to learn. And instead he says, you know what, let me just check my email. Let me just see if anybody wants to, to say something important to me. That's Mishayi Benavshoi. That's a time where things are quiet, things are peaceful. It's the best time to learn. It's the best time when someone is interrupted. And if someone doesn't seize that moment, Hareza Mishayi Benavshoi. Says Rabbi like this, if it's an opportune time, he should be using it with things that are pleasing to Hashem. There's nothing more pleasing to Hashem than thinking and learning, talking and learning. Those times where a person is able to sort of just be by himself and think in words of Torah, ain't Shoys, there are no, no better time for thinking in Torah. It's at night. Or like our example, it's early in the morning. He has no work to do. He doesn't have to respond to anybody, doesn't have to make phone calls, doesn't have to answer his emails. You don't hear anybody talking, it's just the birds are chirping. It's at night. 
You just hear the crickets making their noise, but no one else is disturbing. And it's still at that time he decides to think about silly things. Why? Because he's wasting such a precious opportunity where his mind is clear and he could think clear thoughts because he don't have all of the hullabaloo of the world. You don't have all the noise being made at a regular time of day. And, and still he uses that peaceful, serene time to, instead of thinking words of Torah, he uses it to think about mundane matters. So Hanina ben Hanay tells us, such a person is guilty. We shouldn't waste those precious times when we have just peaceful moments. We could think, Things of Divreteira, think about Akodesh Baruch Hu, think about the beautiful Bria. If we're not uh, at a point in time, or we're not, we do feel we're not someone who's able to think in words of Taira, but yet can't think of that difficult Kasha that we had or we heard, but yet we can think about the godless of a, of Akodesh Baruch Hu. We can think about the shiftless of a person. We can think about ideas of Ashkafas HaTaira. And that's a time where a person should do that. Cold tooth. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.